Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Babe, welcome to another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. I'm your host, Diana Jebbia. As you can probably hear right now, I am exhausted. In the words of the controversial Leanne Locken, my panty liner on my underwear is exhausted. That's one of my favorite quotes. Um, If you got the social media open right now, head over to Instagram. Give me a follow at Diana Jebbia, TikTok as well. Um, And then while you're on Instagram, you can also follow Believe. They're over at Believe Lifestyle and Believe Network. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. A few things in the uh, Bravo news to discuss with you today. Uh, We have a real Housewives of Beverly Hills new episode on tonight. I don't know if I'm going to come back and film a recap like or any check in on that because honest to God, and I mentioned this last week, I am so bored of Beverly Hills. I really am. I think this season they're just like falling into the pattern of like, we're going to hype it up. We're going to hype it up. And then it's just shit. It started with the friggin' Lucy Lucy apple juice dog curse. Remember that? The whole Dorit adopted a dog from Vanderpump Dogs. And then she brought back the dog to another shelter, allegedly. No, I'm sorry. I have it wrong. She um gave the dog to someone else instead of bringing it back to the shelter who then the shelter meeting Vanderpump Dogs, who then brought it to another shelter. And it was like a whole big ordeal. Um, and I remember everyone was like, this is going to be the most dramatic season ever. And there was that like preview with like Lisa Vanderpump staring blankly into the camera, holding up the text messages printed out that like the is on jumbo, like all our parents use for their iPhones. Like and we were like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. And it was such a letdown of a season. And from there, it's just been like progressively a downward spiral I'm so over Beverly Hills which is sad because it used to be one of my favorites but as I have mentioned we now have Salt Lake City to look forward to we got that trailer and we got Potomac to look forward to um I break down both of those trailers I think one was last week's episode and one was the week before so if you are not caught up get caught up um Get caught up with love. Okay, so we have some things in the news to discuss. Let's take it back over to Beverly Hills. So here's the deal. While on the show right now, it's it's not very eventful. Obviously, Erica Jane's um, legal woes, Tom Girardi's legal woes, that's what's holding up the show right so last week I think I told you I get confused about where I mention what but I think it was on here that I told you Diana Jenkins was donating um money to the Lion Air crash victims if you're not in the know the Lion Air crash victims are the people that Tom Girardi represented and um he is allegedly 
like he's being accused of misappropriating those funds, which, by the way, I had some idiot comment on my TikTok. I blocked him because I didn't even feel like giving him the time of day. He's like, they're not alleged victims. This really happened. And I'm like, yes, genius. They're not alleged victims. They are victims. However, we have to say allegedly before Tom Girardi until he is proven guilty in a court of law, you nitwit. God, people think they're so friggin' smart and they're not, except you. I love you, whoever you are listening. Sorry, I get so fired up. Like, people, you want to see someone be real brave? Just hand them a keyboard. Hand them a keyboard. God bless. Um, Diana Jenkins, she gave a bunch of money to those victims who Tom allegedly stole the money from. It was $100,000, and now the law firm that's suing Tom and Erica on behalf of the Lion Air victims which I should specify because I had another bunch of smart asses like, well, she wasn't cleared because there's more lawsuits. Again, I friggin' know, genius. I'm not going to get into every single little detail in all my videos. I'm so sorry. Hopefully, by the way, um, hopefully you take this podcast as like we are ranting together and not I am ranting at you because I hate negative people. And sometimes I just feel like I am one with like these petty reality tv like bs news and like angry commenters and like you try and defend yourself and you know so i just i still want to shine a little bit of positivity um okay back to the friggin story so um the edelson pc this is from page six the law firm suing tom girardi and erica jane on behalf of the lion air victim so again another lawsuit coming her way believes diana jenkins press release about her hundred thousand dollar donation to the cause was inappropriate while Ms. Jenkins may be well-intentioned, we do not believe that issuing a press release and soliciting donations from the public without having done the necessary legwork is an appropriate way to respond. That was from the law firm Edelson. Um, that being said, we hope that this is not a publicity stunt and will reserve judgment until we hear directly from her. So remember, she now, she donated the money, and she's like, this isn't a dig at Erica Jane. This is a dig at all the rest of my cast members who haven't said anything publicly about the victims or haven't. Sorry. They all they do is talk about the victims. but They haven't done anything to show their support. It's like that's no better. You missed the mark. It's like I don't even know how to explain it. I do know how to explain it. OK, stay with me. This is an interesting story, but I promise you'll get the like. The, the reference will make sense to you. So my little brother, he went to kindergarten years ago and they taught him the song and it was like R.E.D. Red, like hi, how, how the chair here. That's how you spell red. And he's like singing in the car. He's really feeling himself. He's like r-e-d red and then like finally after saying that five times he goes like hi ho the chario that's how we spell green um green's his favorite color so like that's literally what diana jenkins did it's like r-e-d red yeah you did such a good job you're donating to those victims like woohoo and she's like i'm doing this despite my other cast members that's how we spell green yeah um so there's that. Oh, I actually, hold up. I should have spoke about this before we got into the Jenkins of it all. Um, but I did want to talk about a reality news story, not Bravo. Um, this is Selling the OC on Netflix, which I know a lot of the Netflix reality shows and the Bravo shows, they have crossover fans. So hopefully I don't lose you here. But Selling the OC, it is like the ugly step-sibling of Selling Sunset because Selling Sunset 
is Louis Vuitton, okay? I actually use this comparison um, with horror movies. Like, if you've seen Barbarian, Barbarian is Louis Vuitton. Malignant is Fooey Vuitton, okay? Selling the OC is the Fooey Vuitton of Selling Sunset. It was it was entertaining, but it was not a good reality show. The drama was very contrived. Um, they're like they were so weirdly inappropriate with one another. Like, so the entertainment industry, like, we can get away with more loose rules than like a lawyer's office, let's say, right? We don't have to come dressed to the nines to work. Um, you know, there's different hours, there's not as uptight office rules, it's more of a calm environment. And nobody I work with would ever think of like licking my nose or whatever they did, nosing on the show. It was absolutely disgusting. Like, what the hell are they doing? Do they see how they're acting on TV? Um, I also I want to say the Oppenheim twins, like you could tell they did not want to film with any of these realtors like this was the z team to them because normally on selling sunset there you could tell that cast is all friends there's deep history they go to events they talk to each other about each other's lives and they really just kept it business based on this show and like um jason and brett looked like they smelled a fart whenever they had to film with any of these cast members like they were just not having it so but, like, my whole point is they were just so weirdly inappropriate, these these realtors, like, cuddle piles. Like, never, never in my job would there just be, like, cuddle piles. That's so freaking weird. And a lot of these agents were married, one of them being um, Tyler Staniland, who, by the way, uh, he was married to Brittany Snow. That's where the news is coming they are separating. By the way, I love Brittany Snow. She's known for Pitch Perfect. She's been on Watch What Happens Live with Andy a whole bunch. And she's recently in the horror movie X, which is like my favorite. I think it's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, I'll, I'll like get a little into it. If you haven't seen it and you like horror movies, I definitely think you should watch it. So it is about these group of friends in the 70s who go to this farm in Texas to make an adult movie. Sorry, mom. Like, yeah, this is my favorite movie. And it's about them making an adult movie. But the story is so good. Um, and then the the landlord, the like the owners of the property they're staying on, they're like really old and super creepy. And that's all I'll give you because there's a big twist and it's so brilliant. And there's a trilogy. So we have Pearl, which I'm going to see on Friday. Um, and then... Maxine who's the main character so the whole point of that Brittany Snow is an ex she did an amazing job she is like a sweetheart and she did not deserve the embarrassment that Tyler was making out of himself you know what I saw a lot of people comment on like E! News story like he made her look bad I'm like no 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 he made himself look bad don't make any mistake about that he didn't do anything like make her look bad you know what I mean he did something to her, obviously. He was so disrespectful, but he made her look bad. So they are separating. There was a storyline on the show, like the nose thing I was talking about, like full on, like mouth on nose, just like really uncomfortable. Um, and then this one realtor named Kayla made a move on him, not once, but twice. And listen, at, at some point it did kind of sound like he tried to shut it down, but like he wasn't trying hard enough, right? He was doing the bare men, the bare men, like true definition of the men are menning. 
like he's like oh yeah well I just don't like you know I don't want to make a big deal out of it so I'm just gonna talk to her and like I don't know we'll 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 move on like just we gotta work together so um I would not if like my husband that I don't have like a coworker kissed him I hope he would be like we're not I'm not interacting with her anymore. Like, let's move on. But I, here's what I'm doing to keep my side of the street clean. And of course, maybe they, those conversations were had off camera, but there was a separation. And I'm not blaming it on that one coworker fully because he was wildly inappropriate and boundary crossing. There was even one point on the show. He was like, things I enjoy, my dog surfing and then my wife. Sir, you put her as three. You put Brittany Snow as three. I can't. I I can't. So I, the the moral of the story is he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> that's a, I I really wanted to talk about that because I feel like that was a hot topic for today. Now back into the Bravs world, we have another feud: Teresa Judice and Melissa Gorga. Uh, a little recap. Melissa and Joe did not go to Teresa's wedding. Rumor has it that at the finale episode, um, and I, I think they were, no, it was the finale episode because I don't think they filmed the reunion yet. They have not even close. Um, the finale episode of the new season of Jersey, Teresa accused Melissa, supposedly, rumor has it, of cheating. Um, and then that was just it. So Delore tried and true friend if you've listened to this podcast before you know that uh, me and my friend Samaj who's been on this show a bunch of times we like Dolores we like that she calls Teresa out in private you know she has her back in public but she's gonna let her know when she's wrong not in front of everyone Uh, we think she's like an exemplary New Jersey woman and she tells it like it is and I think she's doing it in this situation so about the Gorga Judice fuse Dolores says it's definitely at a high stage of bad. However, uh, she's hopeful that they can reconcile. She said, I wouldn't say this is terminal yet if I were to speak in medical terms. <laughs> the former surgical assistant adds, sorry. That's funny how they kind of threw that in there. I've seen people come back from a lot worse. Um, and then she just also adds that she wouldn't believe that Melissa is cheating on Joe. She says it's very sad. They had a small family to begin with, and now all they have is each other. They weren't raised not to get along. They weren't raised not to have their families together. It is a sad situation, especially now that Teresa, you know, like I've told Teresa and Joe, both their parents have passed on. Um, Teresa's obviously enjoying Mary Wedded Bliss with Louise, so I think that's kind of playing a role into things. She's going to be dancing with the stars on the show. She's also going to be dancing She's the star. So she's dancing with the pro anyway. And if you go to my TikTok, the whole point of me fumbling that one was if you go to my TikTok, I did what I thought was a hysterical reel. <laughs> it didn't get too much traction there. Um, it was songs that Teresa should dance to on Dancing with the Stars. One of them was John Mayer's Daughters, but it should be pronounced Daughters because that's how she says it um, on display because Melissa would never let her live it down and we just that's the drama we as Housewives fans need um I also thought she should do a tribute to her time in prison with Chicago cell block tango and the peace day resistance a beautiful contemporary number two waking up in the morning thinking about the many things I just wish things would get better by Gia Judice 
Um, I would love to see the bootleg Dancing with the Stars band take that one on because they botch everything. And I'm sure that would be no exception. No offense to them. So those are just my uh, thoughts about the situation. If Dancing with the Stars producers would like to get in touch with me, please send me a DM on Instagram. I would be more than happy to share all of my ideas with you. Okay. Um. Oh, I want to take it back to Beverly Hills for a second because friggin' Patrick Summers is in the headlines again, like Mr. Cloudy Clout McClouderson. So, of course, everything is alleged. I'm not claiming anyone did shit. I'm just claiming what I hear and what the hearsay is. It's not been proven. So remember back in May, he actually did post a status supposedly with Lisa Rinna's number. Um, and there was like whole drama between them. He's like, you're fake. And then he went around saying that Kathy Hilton made him do it. Um, and then he was like, no, I never said that. It's just me and Lisa. Like he's trying to get back in the press again, which by the way. So, um, I recap all of this with my friend Blake, AKA blonde hair, black heart. And then Thea, your moms are watching on Instagram, but she just went live with him the other day. So I'm like, is she on his side now? I could ask her this. I'm busy, but that's those are just my thoughts. Like, where is she standing now? I don't know. I don't mean to talk crap about anyone. Maybe there is a good reason. Maybe she does believe him now. But I am just a little curious because she was so firmly like this kid is lying. And then I saw multiple times she was going live last night with him. So I'm just going to do a flippity flip through this story. Just real quick. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. She she gave a disclaimer. So I'm going to clear her name. I'm going live with Patrick in a little bit. He has a lot to say to everyone, and I think it's time he puts an end to all this. Just a disclaimer, I'm not in on anything. I didn't know him before all of this. I'm not a part of anything he has done, but I have questions as do a lot of people, so let's see what he has to say. Okay, I, I appreciate that, Thea. Um, so, okay, she gives a recap. Let me do this with you. Um, at the end of May, someone sent Lisa Rinna a threatening text on a Saturday night. This is allegedly Patrick's story. The next morning, she posted the threat phone number and all. Patrick Summers was doxxed. In retaliation, he posted Lisa Rinna's phone number. They fought on here for a few days. Patrick was making up crazy stories. So on Thursday, the night of the MTV Awards, I DM'd Patrick. I never spoken to Patrick or Lisa in my life. This is all from Thea's status. Go follow her. Your moms are watching. I asked Patrick who put him up to harassing Rinna. He said a housewife. I asked her if her name rhymed with Milton. Okay, so I kind of... um sum that up before he was claiming it was Kathy Hilton in the next few months Patrick made some wild claims including taking responsibility for unleashing bots to attack our cell son at about 8 p.m. last night Patrick DM me and asked me to go live with him in a few hours he said I could ask him anything I wanted I said yes because I have questions before the live I had a video chat with Patrick he said he was going to admit he lied about everything on the lie nobody hired him he isn't working with Kathy Arena. And he did not unleash the bots. So I went live with him. At the beginning of the live, Patrick admitted everything he has done for the past four months online has been an attempt to slander Lisa Renna. He had some story about a supermodel that is friends with both Lisa and him and that she gave him Lisa's number. I don't believe this story. And I told him that. Sorry, I'm reading all this, but this is just really interesting and it's going to go away in 10 hours. So um, I thought if you're not going to make it to her page, still give it a follow um, before the story runs out again. So give her a follow, but I'll recap it for you. He also stuck by his claim that he had relations with Harry. 
that was weird when he said that. And it's not coming from a homophobic place, but it's just like to throw all that out there. It just seemed very, very spiteful from him and like just... I don't know. And he said he wanted revenge on Lisa because the supermodel told Lisa he had slept with Harry and Lisa didn't believe it. Of course, that makes no sense at all. That's exactly what I mean. And I do not in any way believe Patrick slept with Harry. I told him that. That's Thea saying that. And I agree. It is actually not hard to get Lisa's number. It was available on Been Verified and on the LLC of her company, Run a Beauty. I'm sure he got her number that way, not from a supermodel. But I was glad Patrick admitted to lying about everything else. It was nice he could get closure on all that. Then the live got a little chaotic after that. He requested no filter with Zach. I've had him on the podcast too. Join the live and they got heated towards each other. Patrick got defensive and started backtracking on some of his admissions. Tamara Judge and Teddy Mellencamp joined in the comment section and started asking questions. I tried to moderate, but I'm no Diane Sawyer. She said that. Thea said that. I, I had schooling, so I believe I am Diane Sawyer, Sawyer light. I just want to make that clear. That's not a shade at anyone. I'm just making that clear. Anyway. I kept trying to circle back to the fact that Patrick admitted making up everything that he has said on Instagram. Faces by Bravo and the pink pop box jumped on and called Patrick out on some of the more egregious things he's done. Um, he finally apologized. I'm just skipping around now. Um, he talked in circles and contradicted himself a lot. For example, on our video chat, he told me he just joined Raya. But on the live, he said he met Harry on Raya two months ago or months ago, rather. He said he was friends with Rinna, but then changed to they know of each other. Um, okay, that was it. So the too long did not read of all that is that Patrick is shady, just like we all thought. And again, go ahead. I had Thea and Blake on. The episode's called The Thing About Patrick, which is a nod to The Thing About Pam. Excellent true crime show on Peacock. Um I answered a lot of questions there. Now, the whole long and short of that was, was Patrick made those claims, which I was talking about before. He was saying that he allegedly slept with Harry. He was saying a whole bunch of things like, oh, lots of people like don't want to believe me, but I'm in the headlines and I have so many people getting notes and views on their page and I don't know. It just seemed like Cloudy McCloudowitz. So then he's like working with Ronald Richards, who um, for those of you playing at home is the attorney who's going after Erica Jane with the, the trustees and whatnot. He's like, I'm working with him. He tweets Rinna and Eric all the time and he like tagged him. Guys, my microphone just fell on my face. And then I spent the last few minutes trying to figure out why everything I was saying was not coming through. And I realized I hit the mute button with my face so let's get back into it um people were wondering if Patrick's going to the reunion because he did bring up the reunion saying he's prepared with Ronald Richards to represent him no word on how true that is because I just looked at like I googled Patrick Summers Ronald Richards and Patrick was like Ronald Richards in the results it's a link to his Twitter and it says Ronald Richards confirms he's talking with Patrick Summers regarding representation but when you click on that it doesn't bring you to a tweet and it doesn't look like any of them say that so who knows who knows I don't think he's going to the reunion I agree with Thea I think this guy is full of it I'm glad also like she said he's admitted to his lies but let's move on from Mr. Cloudy McCloutface shall we we as Bravo fans can do better than this. We definitely can. Um, all right. Myself included because, hold on. Sorry. I was like, all right. I was ready to wrap things up. But I'm like, 
you know what? I need to take responsibility. We can do better than this because myself included, we are giving him this platform. And every time he yappity yaps one of his alleged lies, we're like, oh, what's he saying now? Uh, and yeah, we have no choice but to speak about it, which we, we technically don't. We do have a choice, but you know what I mean? So maybe hopefully this will be the last we hear about him. The tea is hot, but like it's not even it, it's hot tea, but it's like losery hot tea. You know what I mean? OK. Uh, oh, we viewed my TikTok, too, by the way. It was like I sound so excited, but like it's kind of it's just funny. Like I posted a TikTok with all of the stuff that I kind of just spoke about and I saw he viewed my profile. So I guess he included me in his clout report. Thanks, Patrick Summers. Um, okay. On that note, because I'm kind of just yapping and I want to make my zucchini enchiladas, I'm going to let you go. Did I make that last episode too? I might have. I, I swear I have a more variable diet, variety diet. I don't know what the what the correct word is. Why do you care? You don't. Um, so I'm going to go before I somehow get worse. Thank you so much for tuning in again. It's another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast uh, with your host, me, Diana Jebbia. Go ahead. Give me a follow at Diana Jebbia on Instagram. TikTok is more bumping lately. I am posting more there because the algorithm actually values my work. Uh, and then subscribe to this podcast. Rate, review, five stars. Follow Believe on Instagram, Believe Network, Believe Lifestyle, Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. And I will talk to you next week. Bye, babe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.